Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, Z Nation fans, and welcome back to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Z Nation After Show. We are looking at Season 3, Episode, we're pretty sure it's 11. They grow up so quickly, and we have a special guest with us in studio tonight. We'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! I couldn't help but pick this opening. It's in the middle of the country, and uh, murder is occurring, so why not? This was actually the song that Mom, Pa, Kettle had at their wedding. Really? Was it the first dance? It was. Well, no, they had danced many times as they were growing up, so... Oh, I meant the first dance at the wedding. Oh, that as well, yes, because they were brother and sister, so... Well, that's a headcanon I wasn't (laughs) sure I needed to know. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Z Nation After Show. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We are watching Season 3, Episode 11. We're pretty sure it's 11, because what even is the numbering in this season? Actually, I think it's uh, 10. Who even knows <laughs> at this point? It might be. Sorry, it might be it, 10. It honestly depends on who's listing it. Uh, oh, they true. grow up so quickly. Um, I am Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. As you may have noticed, I am missing my co-hosts. Uh, one of them got kidnapped by the man. Uh, Megan Salinas is kidnapped by the man, and Michelle Cullen is trying to find a radio tower to radio for help. So I'm here holding the fort with Pa Kettle himself, DC Douglas. Howdy. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm very happy. To and be where here. can the folks tweet you if they want to say fun things? <laughs> you can <laughs> only fun things, please. Only fun things. Uh, you can find me at uh, DC underscore Douglas. Um, and also on Facebook, you can look for D period C period Douglas, and you can find me there too. All right. And uh, please forgive me, There's, uh, as of the last couple of weeks, it's been very political on my, my threads. But you can ignore that and find the good stuff if you like. I feel like that's the entire world, though. Yeah, it probably is. Point. Probably is. I mean, we had an election episode in Z Nation. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so very foreboding. Everyone. Yes. If you have anything to say about the episode, if you have any questions for me or for our wonderful guest, you can throw them in the hashtag on Twitter. That is ABTVZNation. You can put them on the live chat. We will have that up in just a moment. And anybody who knows David Latt on Twitter, bug him right now. Tell him to like send in oh his questions God. on the hashtag, okay? Because I know this is around the time that like he's, he's already eaten, the kids are in bed, and he sits down with his Twitter, and he just starts tweeting like crazy. So, uh, so he can tweet me if he'd like. You know they might actually do that now. Yeah, I know, exactly. I'm going to get tweets from like. David Lott going, who are you, and <laughs> right. why is the fandom asking me things? Like, why? So, yeah, and it looks like the live chat is already up and ready Woo. to go, and we have a couple of questions in the Twitter. Uh, Mike underscore New York wants to know if the knee brace on Paw Kettle was real or for the character. Oh, oh that's that was actually one of my questions actually, as well. It's actually kind of sad to think that that um, the uh, well, one if, if it was real, that's a really crappy knee brace I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need I need some better health care. Um, the uh, the no, that was it was the funny thing about that is that you know the, nowhere in the script does it say anything about a, a knee brace on um, 
on uh, uh, Pa Kettle. So what what uh what was so I showed up and I go to wardrobe and so we do the wardrobe and all that and we get that and it's really uh, the wardrobe's pretty amazing what they do with uh, the stuff to create that post apocalyptic chic look and uh, and then all of a sudden she goes and you're gonna have an e brace I'm like uh, uh, which is always weird as an actor you want to you want to know what you're you're gonna uh, be working with especially. You know, especially like if you have a limp, that's good to kind of know before you actually show up on set. So literally, you know, half hour before I'm on set, I'm like, oh, I'm limping through this. So even my first shot and the the first episode I did last season, I come out of the door and I'm supposed to be limping. And of course, and I've got a gun, I've got action, I've got to open the door, I've got four steps and some rocks to step around, and I've got to shoot three times towards camera. And... Uh, so I'm like doing all that and like the first time I'm like I come out with purpose and I do and I shoot and I'm like I didn't limp. <laughs> Apparently I should be limping so I went back. But That was uh, too good. Yeah and I, I guess the reason was is the producer told me the um, uh, which was really sweet of them they said that uh, they thought that um, uh, because I'm the same height as Keith, or maybe I may be like a half an inch shorter him, than him, or something. They want they wanted to make sure that it could seem like him with a baby in his arm could overpower us to to bite us in the face. And uh, they thought, well, if I if I you know if I was just physically capable. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That I would have been able to hold it off, which I thought was really sweet of him because I'm I would actually cry if somebody tried to attack me. So. <laughs> But in character, you have a shotgun and a limp. And I, yes, yes, yes. But of course, you draw on what's real for you, and I would have cried. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think Pa Kettle got that limp? Or was that something you considered while getting into character? The uh, oh, I'm a lazy actor. I just go with whatever they tell me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm one. There's like there's certain antecedents that I think that are important to know as an actor, and then there's some things that you just kind of like. You don't. I don't live with the knowledge of why I have, say, the scar on my elbow, or why I like my finger. Apparently, I've got. This is a recent injury. By the way, when you get older, past forty, you apparently don't heal as fast. So I have this finger injury for the longest time, and I forget what I got it from. I know what I got it from. Ironically. Z Nation, um, really? ho- holding the rifle for uh, throughout the day, and it's a very heavy rifle. Yeah. And I think I held it in a way where it was just using my finger, and my finger just got tired and it hurt Ooh. the thingies. And now it's taken; it's it's still sore after all those months. Um, by point being, it is hurt that, the thingies. Well, my hurt my it hurt, the, my thingies hurt. No, the point being is that I I you forget what the injury is from; you just know that you have the injury. So um, that's so I didn't like go off onto like because that's a little bit of mental masturbation in my opinion, but not for all actors. Some people it works for. For me, I didn't necessarily need to do that. I would assume that it was not something that he had prior to the the outbreak, that it was something that happened when they were running from a zombie, and he probably heard it really badly and had to jury-rig uh, uh, this uh, kind of knee brace thing. Okay, fan fiction writers, you know what to do. Fill in that Ooh. story. Make it erotic, please. <laughs> yes, that is exactly how he got that injury. He was baking a pie with someone. Do you, are you getting breaking news, really? No, I'm getting a live read. <laughs> I'm sorry, I bounce up and down. I'm a tall man. I've got a torso that stretches. Sorry about that. <laughs> Poor camera guys are trying to go, where's he up? Is he down? Is he up? Is he down? We don't know. Our lovely engineer has been in and out of the studio making sure that everything is absolutely perfect on the stream. So our booth guy is fantastic. Make sure, make sure to send him your love on the Twitters. I prefer money, I think. 
So send the money. Well, the studio takes care of that. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, still extra. It's nice. So let's talk a little bit about the episode. We have our main story is uh, Doc and Addie coming to find Lucy. Yes. Because that's their part of this strategy. And immediately they find Lucy and you walk out the door and shoot him. Yeah. Because that's a great entrance. It's Well, it's actually, <laughs> in both times, it's both seasons, that's my entrance as I'm shooting. So, which is kind of cool because I'm not a badass person in real life. So, sorry, I said ass. Um, the, uh, and you said it again. No, it's fine. <laughs> it is absolutely fine. I'm doing my best, people. But the but it's kind of, I mean, how fun is that to like have that kind of an entrance? But that's, yeah, that's, it's a great shock value thing for uh, the writers to do with the show. So Well, and it was a great way to end last episode and a great way to start today's episode. So. Yeah. We have a lot of running away from guns and unfortunately getting kidnapped by Ma and Pa Kettle because evidently for some reason we could not manage to outsmart them. And we're good. We work as a team. It's, it, that is a marriage that works beautifully, I think. And so that's why we're able to catch them. It really is. I'm, I'm intrigued by the dynamic with Lucy and also a little worried by it because after a point it becomes pretty obvious that she's the person in charge. And yes. she is the mental equivalent of like five, six She's very young. It's a little. There's a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's intentional, but it reminded me a little bit of the uh, the old Twilight Zone thing, where the child controls all the adults because yeah, it's like it can create, of the create, corn. The, create the yes, so you can create that reality. So, but that was. I mean, when I got the script for this last episode, and and I got to <laughs> saw the, I get to become the little girl for those few lines. I'm like, oh, oh, it's so cute. I was so excited by that. And I was like, that. I don't think they can cut that. That's going to be great because you never know. As an actor, you get a yeah. script. You go. Things get cut, changed as you go, and especially when they go through the final edit because of time or whatnot. You, you think you're going to lose a lot of your the things that you as an actor go, ooh, that's fun. Uh, but I read that, and I'm like, well, they can't cut that. And then I read my death scene, and I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> oh awesome. God. And then later on, there was another rewrite, and I guess I misread it, and I thought they cut the whole flare in the head thing. And I'm like, well, you know, you're going to lose some things or whatever. And then I'm I'm on set and talking to Kim, because her death was pretty wild, too, with the... They like had the actually they had choices of different gnomes of how they were going to kill her, and she's like, "I really <laughs> hope they go for that big ass gnome." And they went for the middle one, but uh, there and was there, a bigger gnome. There was oh, they had a huge gnome, yeah, exactly. Oh my god! But she was like, and I'm like, I go, "You don't have the gnome?" And I go, "Oh, I missed my death." She's like, "No, your death's in there." And I go, "No, the last one I read." She's like, "No, it's in there." And I'm like, ah! I'm like a little kid again. <laughs> I'm like, that is, it's so funny, you know. Of all the years, I mean, I've been in LA for for 30 years as an actor. I've done, you know, I mean, I, I'm just trying to have a career, you know. Um, and it's never been the one that I wanted, but it's not been a horrible one either you know but there are certain moments and things that you love and some people it's like doing Shakespeare some people it's having that breakdown monologue for me it was getting a flare in my damn head I mean that to me was like the that was it's like thank you Z Nation I actually don't need to do any more on camera work because that was the that was the highlight of my career that is going on my reel I'm keeping that it yes exactly I yeah. think the one thing I said while watching this and if you tweet Megan she can back this up we watched this together the other night was D.C. Douglas is really flammable. <laughs> well, at least you didn't say flaming. But um, but I can be both, actually. <laughs> Depends on the role. No, I am I am flammable. I'm trying to think if I've burned in anything else. Um, I have died many, many, many away. Uh, I've done a lot of things with Asylum, and uh, t- usually in the Asylum stuff I tend to die. And I'm also usually in sequels of their films. Um, really? Like yeah. what? I'm in Sharknado 2. I'm in <laughs> Killers 2. I'm in Scarecrow 2. I'm in Titanic 2. <laughs> 
It is. You're in what now? Yeah, it, Titanic. Oh too. yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's great. You know, it was beautiful. He. It, this was like around 2010 or something. I'm. I'd gotten into some political trouble, and he apparently heard about it because I was on Fox News. And and he goes, Hey, you want a little break from that? You want? Don't ask. You. Well, that's. But the. Yep. Uh, you go to my website dcdouglas.com and look up Tea Party PSA, and it'll tell you everything you need to know. But anyway, he called me. Oh God. And he yes. said. And he said, Hey, you want to get away from all this? And uh, he goes, uh, We're shooting a movie, and it's down Long Beach. You want to come and be uh, be in it? I'm like. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm free this weekend. He's like, yeah, it's uh, Titanic 2. And I'm like, you, you, you're doing the sequel? He's like, no, the ship is called Titanic 2. <laughs> I'm like, and you want to be the captain of it? And I go, well, that's a metaphor for what's going on in my life right now. Sure, I'll be the captain of the second Titanic. Uh, uh, and of course, you know, did that go exactly how we would expect it to go? A little better. It did. It, we, really? it, we didn't hit the iceberg. The iceberg hit us. <laughs> because it's a killer iceberg. A, a tsunami brought it over to us. <laughs> In Long Beach. Yes. We were, on the, we were on the Queen iceberg. Mary. The Queen Mary apparently is doubled as the uh, Titanic, too. So it was very funny. And I'm wearing a huge ass. Uh, again, ass. Ass is as bad as I'll go tonight, I promise. Um, but, it's like, fine. But I'm wearing this, this this just humongous hat that made. And I've got, you know, I, just, I have deceptively. It seems small, my head, until you either hear me talk or you uh, put a hat on me. And all of a sudden, apparently, the circumference up there is really big. It's like seven and three eighths, which I think is big. Um, and well, uh, when you make it a when you make it one of those sailor caps or whatever, it's it is weird. And the, I was working with uh, Bo, uh, Dick Van Dyke's two grandsons were, really? were the two other actors in that thing. That was kind of cool. They were because I love Dick, and I worked with Dick Van Dyke as well on Murder She Wrote. But anyway, not a Murder She Wrote, um, Diagnosis Murder. I feel like you're checking things off a list. On I, I kind of. With Dick Van Dyke, I well, you know the Titanic too. I got a flare stuck it's in my not, head. It's not a checklist. It is. It is. If you don't stop me, I will just start wandering through my memories. I am. I'm literally. I'm pre Alzheimer's probably. So. Well, at some point we're going to get the off-topic button oh. from our engineers. Do so they do that? Should... Do they have one? Yes. Oh. Yes, they do. Can, can we pull up the off-topic button because I think we need to hear it. I want to see what it looks what it look like. Yeah, give it just a moment to pull up the soundboard and yep. Our systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. Please return at once. <laughs> Our systems detect. That a host I like how it's blaming you, though. Yeah. No, I, well, you know, I enabled this, Our so here we are. Yes, you did. All right. I absolutely enabled this. Please return at once. So yeah, Lucy actually vouches for them after they fail to come up with the correct password, spin a really good yarn, and then decide that the password is Smurf, which. Mm. Yeah. Do you know who that? Uh, uh, I'm so bad that I didn't look up the name. I'm horrible with names. That, uh, but that little girl actress, she is phenomenal. She's amazing in and, this episode. And you only see what she's done on camera. We watched her like all day long. Uh, obviously, you're young, and she's got a lot of you've got a little power generator that constantly goes. Oh, yeah. But she, but she was hysterical, and she the things, that, and and it was not as though she became self conscious when she acted. She did not. She was she. It was literally it was seamless from when she was just talking to us behind the camera to when she then was being on camera. And she like so and it literally like the director would give her notes. She's like, oh, you want a little like that? And he's like, yes. And she's like, okay. He's like, wow, that's a pro. And she's like, she's like a Seattle, uh, a Seattle resident um, right. actress, and uh, but like, but better than I've seen of a lot of LA children actors because I've done a lot of Disney and Nickelodeon. Uh, <laughs> she was great. I really, I think she's phenomenal. I wish I, I knew her name right off the bat. I'm sorry about that. So, yeah, but uh, you can someone, look up the cast list. Someone she's throw great. that in the chat, please. Yeah. Yeah, but she was. Wait, can we just stop phenomenal. for a second and look at Anna's spelling of Smurf? <laughs> she spelled it S-M-U-R-P-H I think that is more hilarious <laughs> I think that was intentional actually Oh was it? Oh probably Oh it's a Murph Smurf Oh Yep Now I feel stupid Thank you live chat You guys are fantastic And we love you You yes. know we do 
Thank you, Booth Guy. We love you, too. Yeah, I love the Booth Guy. Yeah, so we wind up in a game of hide-and-seek with Lucy and Ma and Pa Kettle and a bunch of zombies, despite Addie and Doc's protest that, no, the zombies think we're food. And I just love Lucy's cavalier. No, they don't. No, they're fine. No, it's great. It's super fun. Like, oh, you really are five. And yeah. used to not ever seeing anyone get eaten by zombies. Well, oh, she honey. controls them all. So. She does. Yeah, so. She also controls Mom and Dad. Yeah. Which we kind of skip past this a little bit. Tell us a little more about the scene, about you getting to be a small child. Like, did you pull from anything for that, or were you just I like, am a I'm small in. child. <laughs> <laughs> My God, find me at any bar, um, the or or any con that I go to. Um, I'm usually the shirtless guy at the rave, and, but because I get to go on stage at these cons and, 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 and do it that way, it's okay. But if I'm like that 50 year old guy in the crowd, then that's a little weird. So um, I'm very happy that I get to do cons. Um, but the uh, sh- no, it, it's the. I mean, we all know what little girls are. When you have a line like, are you yeah. a princess? I mean, that is just, that's that's wonderful. You just you just go with the awe of it. And and by the way, <laughs> there ain't that much of a difference between a little boy and a little girl. Well, yeah, no. Um, right. So that's so I'm just pulling off of being that age and, and going off of the excitement and awe of it. And uh, uh, and you just, it's a whole what if. I'm, I, I like more of the whole kind of Meisner th- uh, thinking than, uh, than anything. So you just kind of go with it in that moment. And all of a sudden, it was like, and then I do, are you a princess? I was embarrassed when I asked the question, so it was fun. <laughs> and they were, they were, the director, uh, Alex, uh, again, I'm horrible with the names, please look up the credits, because these people are really talented. The director of that episode is fantastic. He also was their DP, uh, or is their DP for a lot of, the, for most of the episodes, or all the episodes, except for the ones he directs. Um, and I just think he's uh, super talented, so. And he was, you know, he's, he gives you just, he gives you the parameters of what you want you to be in, and then he lets you just do what you do, so it's, he was, he was really good. And really good working with, you know, children as well, so. Yeah, according to uh, Brisk in the chat, her name is Madeline Grace. Madeline Grace, you rock! Yes, holy cow, she did an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was just her one episode, because then yeah. she, she she has that growth spurt and then becomes uh, an older version. Someone else. Yeah, yeah, who I didn't get to work with, but I'm, I'm assuming, you know, because the casting's so good with them, that it's probably a really wonderful actress as well. But yeah, no, Madeline, Madeline Grace, you rock, you really do. And uh, Brisk, who I guess has IMDb open, well done, uh, says the director is Alex Yellen. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Brisk. And you're very brisk with those uh, comments. Brisk, you are on your game tonight. Thank you. uh, Alex Yellen is fantastic. Yes. And we are you a princess. Well, yes. Addie is a warrior princess. Yes. So we have a moment where 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 Doc runs afoul of the Raggedy Ann zombie, which is one of the scarier zombies on this show. And do you know who that girl is? Who is that? I don't know the names because I'm horrible with the names. (laughs) But I will tell you this. That is is, uh, Kim and David Latt's daughter. Really? Yes. So it's it's very cool. She was she was very cool too. She was terrifying. It yeah, was she was. She was. So I definitely thought that Doc was about to die via Raggedy Ann. Yeah, like that was terrifying. And the makeup. The, 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 yeah, it's really also amazing just what they do with the makeup. The, the all the oh, little. Yeah. They put together those those looks. Um, Comparatively fast when you consider, you know, like for Star Trek, and I'm not checking off a list. I'm just going, but <laughs> Star Trek Enterprise, like they, you'd spend like three, four hours in the chair to get up, and then some of these looks that you'd think would take that long, they were doing in 45 minutes, and they were off onto set. It was pretty remarkable. Yeah, we uh, talked with Corinne a few weeks ago, and she talked about how the longest person in the chair is Keith for Murphy. Yeah, it exactly. Takes like two and a half, three hours because there's so much of him to do. Yeah. And yeah, Corinne also tweeted. You guys need to follow Corinne on Twitter. She's, I think it's Miss Miss Makeup FX. It's amazing. 
she actually tweeted that the clown was one of the ones that she was most proud of. The clown zombie. Oh, neat. And that thing is terrifying. Holy cow. Yeah. And those actors, the, uh, it's the, you know, the, because they're kind of unsung because you don't, because they don't have lines per se, but yeah. but they uh, but they're, they they do some re- some of them are pretty frightening in person. I, I not off camera, but on camera, like they're, they're like pretty frightening. There's one. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the one guy who who who's sitting at the table playing cards with I think the clown, uh, but he's got a he's not. Oh, can't remember the look that he had, but he had a top hat of some sort on. But he it was, was an Abe Lincoln. Was that an Abe? Were there a couple Abe Lincolns, or was he the Abe Lincoln? I think he was the only one. But he was, was a large a, one, right? He was a large was guy. A throwback to last time, right? Right, exactly. The bus thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, but anyway, it's just like some like they would even for rehearsal, they were like so into their zombie stuff. It's just like it's like bravo, you're scaring the shit out of me. Sorry, it's like Poop. you play some amazing zombies. Oh my yeah. god, I'm just I'm gonna sit over here now <laughs> while you're in makeup. Yeah, so we have Lucy being upset that one of her toys is broken and running away, and we split the party, which is always a smart thing to do in the zombie yes. apocalypse, with Ma taking Doc back inside and just cheerily telling him, we're going to have to round up the zombies, and then we're probably going to shoot kill you. you. Yeah. See? <laughs> I just, I love lines like that, where it's like, here's yeah. something really dire, beverage. Yeah, and she does that kind of, she plays that line really well. That's Kim Little, who is David Latt's wife, by the way, so who is producer, one of the producers of... Um, Nation. Um, yeah, she was pretty glorious. She yeah. was a lot of fun. It's like, Mom will probably shoot you. She likes shooting things. Yeah. Yep, nope, I think that pretty well sums it up. And we have Pa Kettle and Addie going after her and splitting up and Addie beating up an ender trying to take her. And that that fight was short and brutal and absolutely fantastic with them just screaming at each other and Addie yeah. finding the stick. Just Yeah. Yep. Warrior princess. You know, you don't really notice there, and it's funny as it doesn't look as dramatic as it does in person, is that at one point she's near the a cliff. Yeah. And girl, that cliff, when you're there in person, is like I couldn't walk up to it. It was that scary. And then, and I'd gone away. I didn't know that they'd done some prep stuff, and I came back. And and, and there's, uh, was it, what's her name? Uh, Miranda, uh, Madeline. Madeline. Madeline is at the edge there. <laughs> Like in between takes, and I, and I'm literally like wanting to yell, "You should come back from the edge!" And, <laughs> really getting into character. And, come here, come it was here. A, uh, Anastasia, the uh, the Addie's Anastasia. Uh, yeah. Anastasia. She goes and, and she and she's like, "No, she's on a wire." I'm like, "Oh, thank God! Oh, thank God!" <laughs> it was because like, that was like I couldn't walk up to that. It literally, it's a it's an old um uh what you call it thing. He's really mine for stuff. And yeah. um and, and she was it, it, anyways. It was scary, and but she was on a wire, so that was good. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't have shot the take if she weren't. Yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, as a TV show, no. But some of the movies sometimes we got a little scary back in the day. Yeah, I'll so, bet. Yeah. So yeah, we we reached the decision that okay, you saved my kid. We'll we'll take her to California. We're all going together. It's going to be great. And we get the story of how Murphy and Serena met. And oh yeah. my God! I mean, part of this was clip show. But the part that they shot brand new with the king and queen bit and their castle and the uh, making a pie and eating the pie, just, oh my God, I, I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And this was great. And he, I, I, from, what I, from what I heard, because I obviously wasn't there when they shot that stuff, but that I'd heard that Keith uh, did improv uh, some of his lines on that thing to, just because it was so bizarre and funny, so in, he went with it. I'm yeah. not in any capacity surprised. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I need a wet nurse. Well, what's wrong with a dry one? Just, yeah. No, I would not be surprised at all. And one of the things 
Breaking news, breaking news, people. Oh, come on, I'm trying to integrate. (laughs) Give me a break. One of the things that should have been on that gift list is is a unique Helix mattress. You're unique, you don't walk like everyone else, talk like everyone else, or sleep like everyone else, so why is your mattress one size fits all? This is especially important in the zombie apocalypse when you need a good night's sleep to be able to run, shoot, and survive the next day. A truly customized mattress would cost you five to ten thousand bucks until now, which is good because I don't think you can trade for that much in the apocalypse. If you go to helixsleep.com, answer a few simple questions, they'll run a 3D biomechanical model of your body through the proprietary algorithms they developed with help from the world's leading ergonomics and biomechanics experts, sleep scientists. The result, the most comfortable mattress you've ever slept on. Helix customers report a 30% improvement to overall sleep quality. For couples, they customize each side of the mattress. Your mattress arrives at your door in about a week. Shipping's free. And that's why everyone from GQ to Forbes are talking about Helix Sleep. So here's the deal that Helix is offering you, our wonderful AfterBuzz viewers. You have 100 nights to try it out, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund, no questions asked. And 100 nights is definitely a good amount of time to figure it out whether you like a mattress. It usually takes me like a week, maybe. Uh, go to helixsleep.com slash podcast, that is P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get $50 off your order. That is helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash podcast. Do you know if they do body fat as well? <laughs> Just because that would be the thing I'd really want. <laughs> <laughs> I have, well, they sound like a mattress company, well, so like I'm going to go with no. I was just thinking the body scan part. It's like, like <laughs> and by the way, you're a 22% body fan. I feel like that's going to be a different company. But yeah, <laughs> if you really like this show, sponsors like Helix are part of the reason that we're able to stay on the air. So if you're in the market for a new mattress, they are well worth checking out, especially with that discount. So and do I'm, the thing. Please help support us. And I'm excited that, that the ad for our segment was about a mattress because I'm all about people loving each other. I don't, I'm trying. I'm trying. Unfortunately, it's very difficult to get a good mattress in the zombie apocalypse, in much the same way that it is difficult to get a good wet nurse or a breast pump or any of the number of things that Pie Girl was asking for, but just the scroll unrolling. It's one of the oldest jokes in the book, and I yes. still love it. It's just way too much fun. And we have a nice little story about, well, these are how your parents met. Yeah. And how did Mommy and Daddy make a kid? The look on everyone's face like, I am not fielding that. Hmm. (laughs) Boy, am I glad they asked you and not me. He did a beautiful job of that monologue, too. He did. It's like making a pie. You're blue because it's a blueberry pie. Mm -hmm. She had to go away and rest. And watching some of these clips, I had completely forgotten that she ripped a zombie's face off. Hmm. Like, that was a thing. And I, yeah, it's been a season and some change since then. And it was just, I'd forgotten about those scenes. Those scenes, it was good to watch them again. And so we decide we're going to head off. We're going to head to California. And then there's a snag in the plan in the form of the man, which I was not expecting to find you tied to a chair with two knives in your chest. I wasn't either, actually, because I hadn't read that far into the script. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I knew I was going to die, but the knives were a surprise. <laughs> like, once my line stopped, I'm like, why do I read? Uh, no, but no, it was, a, it was a very fun surprise. So, um, And it was actually very fun to have knives in, uh, very strategically placed on my nipples. Um, so that was, uh, that was fun. They were! Go look, at, go look at the tape. I'm not making it up. I'm not being rude on your was show. Was that a request, or did they no, say they were going No, that there? was what they did! So, <laughs> I think it was just easier to support them that way or something. So, um, Yeah, but those were, th- th- those were fun. So, um, that was, the makeup was a blonde. The makeup was great yeah, for yeah. all of that. 
And then the flare. How much well, that, fun was that scene? Well, the flare thing, it's, it's funny is because, I mean, it, 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 it looks great when you see the final thing and when you read the script, it's hysterical. But, but shooting it was actually really difficult because there's a whole combination of, I mean, first off, try running with a limp, all right? Because I, yeah. I hadn't. And last time I had a limp, I was in a play in 1990. So it was, uh, uh, so that was a little awkward trying to run. And then you have to time it out with, with, there's a lot of logistics in there. And then he has to be able to get around me and stick the flare into my head. And there was several different ways that we shot it. So it was a little, so the whole thing was, and they had a lit flare too. And of course, I get really into it. And also, because of my old days in Asylum, I'm kind of like, keep it lit. We can do it lit. I'm cool with that. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you get set on fire no i didn't good unfortunately um because i want i want that for my reel um <laughs> the uh, no but it was uh, but it, but it was fun and but it's very that whole thing was so technical the way they had to shoot it so you only you don't really get a sense of how it's going to come across until you see the final the final product so but i it was very it was seamless the way they they, they shot it they, they we did have a thing where we we're trying to get in in camera smoke coming out of my mouth so they gave me one of those vape cigarettes which i'd never had and uh, so tried to get get enough to do it, but then you have to time it because if you hold it in too long, it just dissipates in your lungs and there's nothing coming out. So we tried that several times. It never quite worked. So Aww. yeah. So, so but is of that course, CGI smoke. Yeah, that's CGI smoke. But it, which which works just as well. So the and best also part now is now you vape. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm totally into it now, man. Uh, no, but they have that that glow in the cheek was really cool. Yeah. No, that entire scene just looked amazing. Was yeah. that you lying on the ground there, or did they have a DC Douglas dummy? On I landed on, on a pad, and then I was having dinner when I think they lit a dummy on fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were just eating and watching the dummy yeah. on fire. Yeah, this, this is pretty cool. I think if you go back to, um, if, you, if you can, those who apparently have a lot of time can go back in my timeline on Twitter, way back, or on my Facebook, and there's actually a picture of me laying on the asphalt with my dummy next to me, just because it was so sweet. I got attached. <laughs> If anyone can find that, uh, retweet that with the hashtag, please. I'd love to see that. Did you name the dummy? No, I did. I, I didn't get that. Cl- I didn't want it because I knew he was going to die. So I didn't want to like. You don't name something you're about to kill and eat. Not that I ate the dummy, but I mean, I would have <laughs> if we ran out of food. I don't know. I'm open to things. I'm trying to get over eating a dummy. Um, I may need a moment. I may need a moment. So we have that, and then we have the lawn gnome kill, which was impressive. Awesome. Yeah. Very impressive. From a potentially concussed Addy. Yeah. Which, like I said, warrior that princess. That was, by the way, an excellent use of the word concussed. <laughs> well, she kind of wasn't. She kind of wasn't. So. I know, but I think there's a lot of people right now looking it up in the dictionary to see, is, is concussed a word? It is absolutely a <laughs> no, word. That that's is not I mean. the first time I've used it. It was, but it was, it was almost sexy the way you used it. I just want to say. Concussed. concussed. Right? That's, <laughs> people, that's a sexy word, right? Up there. Oh, they're having, having a conversation without us. Yeah, we're we're talking a lot about 5K and Vasquez and Hector and people living and people not quite living because uh, Vasquez definitely got beheaded a couple of episodes ago. Uh, that was a thing. Yeah. So I guess we're going for creative deaths. I'm yes. still I'm still fond of the egg beater zombie kill. I'm that curious. But wait, where make... does my death does my does my death rank up there, guys? At all? Like, if there's a top top five of deaths on Z Nation, am I in the top five of those deaths? That's what I want to know. I would like to say yes. I think that's worth a Twitter poll for the for uh, the results to be announced next week. So, uh, yeah, in the hashtag #ABTVZNation, uh, give us your top five deaths. Could be characters, could be zombies, could be anything. We like just I said. pulled Twitter. Oh, pulled. Sorry, I thought you said pulled. With an O. Yeah, never mind. That's different. That's a U as All well. Right. <laughs> Let's be real. It's both. 
<laughs> you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we have the man kidnapping Lucy, yes. and God bless Lucy is a five year old in a car. Oh my God, that is that is my favorite scene. By the way, for behind the scenes stuff, that whole thing was shot on green screen. Really? I will. I watch. I'm like, that's fantastic because it doesn't look like green screen. I thought no, it was it really doesn't. yeah, it's so well done. Um, but yeah, it was all in, literally the night that we were doing. We had some night shoot stuff, uh, uh, and they, they squeezed it in because you only have so much time with a child. Yeah. Uh, so they were trying to get her all shot out for that day, and then we went and then we shot later for our stuff. And uh, so they had her in the car on the green screen, and they're doing that stuff. And I'm like, going, this is gonna look, this is gonna look good. It's like, they're like, oh yeah, our green screen is good. I'm like, okay. And then I watched the episode. I'm like, I, I, you wouldn't know that that was actually at you know ten at night. Um, with swarm because they have these giant bright lights on that car to make it look like daytime. But the because we're out in Spokane, out in yeah. the forest, and the swarms of bugs that <laughs> literally you watch them like going around like it's literally like one of those sci-fi films. And then at one point, this literally the size of my fist bug starts flying around one of the lights, and it was the size of a fist. Dang. Yeah, it was it was it was freaky. I don't know what that bug was. Welcome to Spokane. Yeah, yeah. No, that was. Ugh. So we have, are we there yet? Are we there yet? This, this, what's wrong with your head? Why is it all shiny? Yes. Where are my parents? You need to wear a seatbelt. My mom will shoot you if you don't. She likes shooting things. Just over and over and over. Oh, my God. And the man has no idea how to handle this. Yeah. He can handle adults because they know to be scared. But a five-year-old, all bets are off. And so he tases her. Which she loves. Yes. Tases her it's again. The best, it's one of the best jokes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tases her again, which she still loves. And then she says she wants her Aunt Addie. And he goes, well, you're never going to see her because she's dead. And she just, that high-pitched, awful child shriek that just sets your teeth on edge. Executed perfectly. Yes. And we cut to Murphy waking up and screaming. And I think, for me, this is one of the most interesting parts of the episode. Is that we have this... Very solid connection between Lucy and Murphy that we may not have seen before. It might have been happening this entire time, but they haven't made it explicit on the show. They haven't shown us yet. But they've definitely shown that when Lucy is in duress, Murphy can feel it. Because mm -hmm. the man puts a bag over her head, just like, yeah, nope, you're going to be quiet now, and ties it a little too tight. And Murphy feels like he's hyperventilating. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and it will be very interesting to see whether or not Lucy is able to control Murphy once she inevitably gets to Spokane, question mark. Whether or not that becomes a thing. We've got like four episodes left. Anything right. could happen. They're, they're not in Spokane, though, in the, in the show, though. They are. Are they? Yeah. Well, our accents were weird then. Well, you were in, like, <laughs> Iowa somewhere. All right, all right, okay, that's good, all right. But good. Murphy is currently in what he calls Murphy Town, but it's set up in the middle of a downtown Spokane. And oh, we've okay. been there, and it's beautiful, and it those beautiful. waterfalls are real. So, yeah, that was, that's going to be a thing. And so Doc and Addie decide to split up. Addie is taking the motorcycle and pursuing the man and Lucy, and Doc is heading to a radio tower to try to contact Citizen Z. So that's essentially the A plot of our episode. And guys, if there's anything I've missed on that one, throw it in the chat. You know we've got about a minute delay, so I'll see that in just a few. The other half that we really need to address, and we have about like uh, 10, 12 minutes left, so we're starting to hit our time. But we need to talk about 10K and Murphy. Because oh, okay. Yeah, like I wasn't there for that. I will just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Good luck there. <laughs> get, you, get you some more popcorn so I can monologue Oops, at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we have Murphy bringing in 10K, who is just completely zoned out and telling him, look, when you've had a booster shot, you're a pain in the ass. And when you haven't, you are just completely out of your head. So what's the deal? And he's pushing 10K and he essentially tells him that I think it's your mission. I think it's this 10,000 thing. But that sort of thought process is over. The world has moved on. I'm giving you a different name. I'm giving you a different mission. And the scenes with him playing the knife game at Murphy's behest and just going faster and faster were the way it was cut back and forth with Pa Kettle and the shotgun and hide and seek with Lucy. And just, they were really, really good at mounting the tension mm -hmm. and then pulling away. Just like, wait, wait, don't tell me what happened. You're not telling me what happened. Thank you. So we have these really, really tense scenes with 10K and Murphy. And at the end of it, he gets 10K's loyalty, calls him Thomas. So he has dog tags now that say Thomas, you know, in case he needs a constant reminder. And at one point offers him a little vial, a shot saying, you know, this is your soul back. It's what you wanted, isn't it? And the question now is whether 10K was unwilling to take it or unable to take it. And we don't quite know because all of the blends have been different. 10K has had the vaccinations and the booster shots and has definitely been messed with at this point. So we don't know how this has affected him. We don't know what this is going to turn into. We did get to see part of his new mission because he has, God help him, he has a list just like the man on notebook paper in big black Sharpie. And if you can read paper backwards and pause it at just the right angle, which we definitely did multiple <laughs> times to try and read it it says find warren bring her to me and then a few lines that you can't quite read and then in big letters kill so something's <laughs> going down we've got the first two steps of her plan but goodness knows what else of murphy's plan rather but goodness knows what else is going to happen and so that's that was pretty dang terrifying yeah. and that is murphy drunk on power so we'll have to see how that shakes out, because it looks like our next episode is not going to be about Murphy or 10K at all. So yeah, do you have any thoughts on the episode? Anything that uh, you want to cover that we didn't? Any stories? You seem to cover. You seem to cover it all. The uh, no, I mean that was uh, that was kind of the dealio there. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, chat. If you have any um, other. Anything else you wanted to cover for the episode, now is a good time to let us know. Like I said, we've got about a minute delay. And in the meantime, I want to talk to you guys about iTunes. We talked earlier about uh, the Helix mattresses, and that's one way you can support us is by supporting our sponsors. The other way that you can support us directly as a show is via iTunes. Go on to iTunes, go into your iTunes store, subscribe to the Z Nation After Buzz TV podcast. We do have an audio version as well as the video version on YouTube. Uh, rate, give us five stars because you love us and we love you and it's just a wonderful relationship. And uh, leave a review. And when you leave a review, we do give you a shout out on the air. I don't have it pulled up today because technical difficulties, the internet in here is just not my friend. But we will definitely take a look at them next week. If you leave a review, you do get it read out on the show. Also, when you leave a review, our producers take a look at it. They look at these reviews. They look at you saying, yes, we like the show. Yes, we listen to this show. And they go, hey, they really like this Z Nation show. Let's bring it back. And then we get a slot in the schedule and we come back for season four, if slash when it's confirmed. Still waiting on that one, but I have hope. So yeah, leave a review on iTunes. We absolutely love that. If you are in an iTunes store that is outside of the United States, if you're in the UK or Australia or anywhere else, 
Uh, we have trouble checking those reviews, so if you've left a review in one of those stores, please screen cap it and put it in the hashtag ABTVZNation. Same as if you leave a review on the podcast in Google Music. Screen cap those, throw them in the hashtag. We would absolutely love to see them. All right, Chad, have we missed anything? I walked in on what if Addy kills 10K and now I am just heartbroken. <laughs> and also Anna in the chat says, use hashtag RenewZNation when live tweeting the show Friday nights. And Marnie asks if we, there's any word about getting renewed for season four. Uh, none yet that we know of. I would keep an eye out. And we still have about four weeks to go in this season. So, you know, we have time. Yeah. We have time. We will uh, wait. And, and even see. after the season, you still have a little time. So you, guys, yeah. you keep letting them know that you love the show. And then you never, you never know what can happen. So. Yeah, I mean, keep talking, keep using the hashtag, keep tweeting the official tweeter because you, the official tweeter, <laughs> because you know that they love to hear from you guys. And we love to hear from you guys too. So Twitter, it's a wonderful thing. Talk with everyone. I think this is probably a good time to do some real brief predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Just like that. So the preview that we see for this next episode is Doc in the radio tower. And it's, it's called Doc's Angels. And it's this real short... Z Nation is really good at making its previews really small and really dramatic and not really telling you a dang thing about what actually happens in the episode. But it definitely involves three attractive women all over Doc, and it definitely involves those three attractive women also wearing masks made of what seems like human flesh with zippers over the mouths. Hmm. So that's going to be super creepy. I... Could not tell you what I think is going to happen there, aside from the fact that it will probably be more disturbing than I planned on. And I'm hoping that we will get more of a Citizen Z and Kaya, especially since it looks like it's going to be a radio-themed episode. Hmm. You just do I need to get you more popcorn? Just popcorn. No, I'm, gonna, I'm watching you, man. You're running with it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, I'm afraid that I'm not up on all the other things as well. So, yeah, because I... Run around trying to get other other, other work and whatnot. So say, it's almost like TV. you're busy. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your other work. Uh, do you have any? Do you have anything in uh, progress? Words. <laughs> do you have anything in progress right now that you can tell the fans about? The uh, well, no. Usually, because I also do a lot of voiceover and video games. I'm yeah. um, kind of known. Part of the connection to the Z Nation thing is that I was uh, did Albert Wesker and Resident Evil video games. Uh, I've done seven of them, starting in Umbrella Chronicles forward, and. Uh, and so that was like the connection. I went there to pitch them on a movie to do a zombie film that I wanted to do. And that was when they, I found out that they were doing a show called Z Nation. Oh. And so it was actually Paul Bales who suggested, hey, if he's got like a zombie fan base, maybe throw him in the show, which was very cool. Um, the, so that was that connection. And the film that we did is called Isle of the Dead. We've been on sci-fi. It's aired on sci-fi about three times or so. And I think it goes to VOD sometime in uh, spring of next year. So that's a very, it's a fun zombie film. Same, same uh, producers of Z Nation and... And a lot of the same, you know, uh, effects people that have worked on there work on the uh, worked on that film. So and that's with um, Maurice Mizanin, who's uh, uh, married to the Miz for those wrestler fans out there. Um, yeah. And uh, and then also with um, <laughs> when you think of zombies, you think of Joey Lawrence. Um, and that's uh, he's the, <laughs> oh my god, who did that? They were like right on, on it on the soundboard, dude. You were right on it. No, that was me. That was oh, was that you? Okay, but dude, that was on it. That was awesome. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So he's uh, uh, he's also in that. So I play the antagonist in that. So that that comes out in spring next year. And then um, the other video games, unfortunately, I can't talk about until they until they NDAs. actually come out. NDAs and all that stuff. Yeah. 
So. All right. Is there anything in particular that you want to say for the fans, to the fans, before we wrap? Uh, hey, thanks for letting me come on AfterBuzz TV and for uh, 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 watching the show. And um, come tweet at me. Tell me, tell me naughty things. I guess. So. And thank you, seriously, thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks today. for having That's me. It was fun. Yes. All right. Uh, where can the people go on social media if they want to follow you and learn more about what you do? Uh, there's the website dcdouglas.com, and then Twitter dc at dcdouglas, and uh, Facebook is. Uh, DC Douglas. All right. Thanks again for joining <laughs> Thank us. Thank you very it's much. so much fun. Yay. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Ooh. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I basically live in the studio. Z Nation on Mondays. You guys know that. Star Wars Rebel on Tuesdays. Yeah. Arrow is off this week because of Thanksgiving, but we have the four-part crossover next week, and the hosts are doing a special event for you guys uh, that week, so keep an eye out for that. And Thursdays alternate between Robots in Disguise and Ruby. Yes. We, we have no show this week. We did Robots earlier. And uh, Ruby, episodes four and five, I believe, will be next week. You can follow Megan Salinas on the social medias at The Manguin. That is T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. You can follow Michelle Cullen on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. Thank you guys so much for watching tonight, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.